Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey everyone, this is DJ. And this is Ish. And this is Season 5 of Pero Let Me Tell You. thought of exactly like what i was gonna say when we started recording you know it's our cold open and i completely forgot well that in <laughs> essence is your cold opening it would have to be right this is episode 209 it is episode welcome 209. to episode 209 everybody but let me tell you happy friday happy friday how is everybody well i mean they must be ver- doing very well but they're not doing better than us because we're drinking champagne while we, record we are this. we are i have to tell you so we're recording <laughs> a little bit earlier than we usually record that's true so something it, may happen at nine o'clock we don't know real <laughs> It's really weird to look outside and see daylight. Right. Because <laughs> usually we... Uh, I just hope this is not like when we recorded the COVID episode that we had to redo it because the world changed in two hours. Okay, let's hope that's not yeah. the case. Knock wood. Um, <laughs> but um, we usually record really late at night. Yes. So when you hear us on Friday mornings, it's almost live. Not <laughs> as almost live as the Los Angeles episode. Right, but, but almost still live. pretty live. Yeah, but close so enough. Pretty, so let's enough cheer is. to that. Bing. And we're drinking champagne because I'm not a drinker. Um, we've established that yes. in 209 episodes. But I do love me some champagne. Yes. He he, he had a week. And so he, I had a week. And when I got I went, when I got to the studio, I tell Ish, you know what? I don't say this ever, but I need a drink. I was like, I got you. I got you. So, I got you. I got you, babe. I got you so, covered. So welcome, everybody. How, how was everybody's week? Uh, you know, at the very least, it was a dry week. Oh, you mean of rain? Yes. <laughs> it wasn't full of rain and rain and more rain. Like Besides the monsoon we had in South Florida. I mean, but look, listen. It's Summer is just starting, so, it's you know, hurricane. monsoons will come. Yes, and probably on my birthday. I, I just, <laughs> just as, well, 
I really hope we don't get a monsoon on your birthday. <laughs> For purely your own selfish reasons. Uh, yes, actually. Because yes. that has nothing of, to do with my birthday. That's the day of the weekend concert. Yeah, and, and it's, it's at a stadium. stadium. <laughs> it's not covered. It's outdoors. It's outdoors. So uh-huh. I'm taking a mi, Tristan. A mi que rayo. Tristan <laughs> has been looking forward to this for like, I don't know, before he was born. That's true. So <laughs> if this gets canceled for rain, I think Tristan is going to go beat up, you know, <laughs> he Mother take, Nature. He may take a flight <laughs> to Canada to beat up the weekend. Yes. Yes. <laughs> So. His first international flight will be an international incident. Yes. Oh, no. Let's not even get around with that. I, lo- I love that there's a mango right in, uh, in our, our desk. Well, yes, actually. And there's another one in the kitchen because it's mango season. It's mango it's season. It's mango season. See, I made mango juice the other day. Yes. It's I- man- now it's the time that if when you're working at work, when yes. you're, you're in oh. the office, all your work coworkers come with that Sedanos that bag. yellow Sedanos bag. The yellow Sedanos bag, right? Even people who don't shop in Sedanos have a have yellow, yellow Sedanos bag. bag for- yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's so for, true. For mango season. That's so true because like my parents don't shop in Sedanos, but, but somehow they end up with yellow Sedanos bags to give just out. Just for mango season. Yes. I think they taste better when they're in a Sedanos bag. Well, more authentic. I bet you that if you put them in an Aldi bag, it's, it's kind of like, like. It's not the same. No, no, no. <laughs> and then they get stuck to the bag. Oh, yeah. They, oh, my God. I, I cut a mango yesterday. Let me say something. I learned how to cut a mango. Mangoes are, are amazing. <laughs> I learned how to cut a mango in the least messy way, and it's still messy. Yeah. But mangoes really are amazing. They like, are. They're, they're so great. delicious. Like, who doesn't like mangoes? Communists. Yeah. Like, it's so funny, because we've said this before. Like, such a big part of growing up Hispanic are mangoes and guayaba. And avocado. Well, but avocado, like, uh, yes. Has but, been, avocado's been co-opted but, but lately. But the thing is that avocado is such a big part of Mexican, well, or Tex-Mex food that your okay. typical gringo in, you know, Ohio loves them some okay, table-side okay, okay, guacamole, okay, okay, right? Okay, that's true. That's, that, that's fair. They go to right, Chevy's. They, they right. probably think that the only type of avocado is a Haas avocado. So not true. Right. Well, I've told you that, like, growing up, you know, my parents, Cub- Cubans... Did you have una mata avocado in the backyard? No, no. no but Cubans eat the big avocado. Mm-hmm. The good ones. I don't like those. I like the Haas avocado. You like the little ones? I like the little ones, yeah. Que oh, perdida. Really? You like the big... Yeah. But you can't make guacamole with the big one. You can do anything in your heart if you put your mind to it. Have I told you my issue with avocado? Okay. <laughs> I love guacamole. Like, okay. I can have... I could sit with a bowl of guacamole... I have seen you. ...and be happy. I have seen you do that. I love avocado in my sandwiches, in my wraps, in my bowls. Love it. Pero yo no me como un pedazo de aguacate solo por nada de la vida. With like a little salt and oil? Nope. nope. Really? And, I, and I've tried it and I'm like, ooh. Really? And it does make no sense. Because, because you eat the avocado I, in a sandwich. And it's not only that I eat the avocado, I love the avocado. Right, right. Pero bueno, todo lo que tú me dijera, like, you only eat guacamole. Right. right? And if you think of, I mean, guacamole is, I mean, really just this smashed avocado with like lime Some juice, onions, cilantro, yeah. cilantro, and whatever. Yeah. So it's not like, bueno, it's... An ingredient to something bigger, right? It's right. it's ninety five percent avocado, right? And I I love it, but I know un pedazo de aguacate solo no me lo como. That's that really weird, so right? That's so bizarre. That's really really. But weird. I would expect nothing less from you, right? Um, like when I see people having an avocado salad, which is basically so like sliced avocado, yeah. With like sliced onion, which I love onions, right? Olive oil, which I love con sazon. I'm like, oh no. so you don't like the sum of its parts. It's funny because I'm usually totally some of its parts type person. But like how basic is, ingredients make something bigger. But this is greater. the exception to the rule. No, yeah, no, yeah, that's the exception to the. There rule. always has to be an you exception. You know, I'm feeling the champagne. I love it. I love it. I, I feel like that's the only way you would say things like that. 
Yeah, because <laughs> as we know, I'm um, I'm not a drinker, but I am a heavyweight. Right, you're not a lightweight. Correct. I'm, right, I Correct. can. Yeah, I, the reason you're not, the reason that you are averse to drinking is not the drinking itself. It's because you don't get the effect most people get after two or three no, drinks. No, and I, re- I remember you have to drink I, like I used to tell you this all the time. And when we were in New York some years back, that you were still living there, yeah. that we went to a friend of yours to a party. I was like. You lived down the street. So right, if so there was fine. ever a situation where I could drink and get drunk, right. that would have been it. So I'm like, do it. I'm, I'm going to prove you right. And I had what? Like, I don't know, 10 tequila shots. I mean, shots. you enjoyed. Yeah. I had 10 tequila shots. I had like beer. And I don't fine. know what else. And I was like, okay, like, so what? Like, yeah, now what? Now what? Like, I think I was like, at the end of the night, I was like mildly buzzed. Like, yeah, if you would have gone and had like one sandwich, you would have been sober. Yeah. And I don't drink. <laughs> and you uh, don't drink. But, but. Give me two glasses of champagne and, and it's a party. As long as it's not burnt. I want. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want burnt. No. Clearly, the champagne was frozen in the bottle. This is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like what this. Uh, so this is check a scene your from, dynasty kids. from Dynasty, and she's like, "Oh, I wouldn't know about the caviar because I only have uh, Ossetron- bel- beluga." Beluga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the champagne is burnt. <laughs> is that a thing, though? I wouldn't know. <laughs> as much as I love Diane Carroll and Joan Collins, they never invited me well, to their we, caviar we have, champagne parties. We don't have parties. Dominique uh, Devereaux. Devereaux's champagne uh, company. No, we don't have our champagne um, <laughs> palette. 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 So That's true. We wouldn't know frozen champagne from. Um, Listen, as long as you pour it in a glass and it yeah. and it's not frozen, I'm fine. Yeah. I will say I've had Cristal. <laughs> have you? I have, and yeah. You notice, yeah, it's some good shit. Okay, all right. It's, it's I don't know. Maybe it's psychological too. Maybe there's right. a bit of a placebo effect, right? Because you're like, oh, this is crystal. It must taste great. It must taste great. Right, right, know? right. And then you're like, eh, yeah, like maybe no, but it really is. It really is. You know where I had crystal? Where? So when I lived in Marina Blue, remember <laughs> Pucci's Pizza downstairs? Yeah, right. They had crystal. They had crystal there, and I go, guess what? Today's the day. I just settled a big case <laughs> today. I am buying the three hundred bottle. I am having crystal and pizza. Yes, you were living in New York, so you know what? Fuck you. So whatever. Listen, I'm still waiting on my donuts. So, so I was like, you know what? I'm having. So it's funny because I didn't have crystal in like a big. No, I bought crystal from a New York pizza parlor in downtown. In downtown Miami on Biscayne Boulevard. On Biscayne Boulevard. On Biscayne Boulevard. As one does. That sells pizza. Yes. Yeah. yeah that sells pizza. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, you know, so, sometimes, sometimes I do miss Poochie's Pizza, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I miss living. No, sometimes, no, I always live. You always miss living. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. an urban person. I'm not. It's, a, it's all the suburban. Leave that to some of our friends I love. Yeah, you do it because you have to, not because you I want to. I love how our, one of our friends is like, oh, I love to see green outside and like a big backyard. Well, I like to see green at a park. Right. And all that. And I'm like, girl... I was living on the 48th floor overlooking Miami and looking at the bay. I was like, you could keep your big backyard. So you're the anti esta mujer pave paradise. Joni Mitchell. You're the anti Joni Mitchell. You want to pave paradise and put up a parking lot. I mean, look, I love a big backyard is pretty. A park is, of course, I love a a good park. (laughs) You love a good park? (laughs) Man, that champagne is really hitting you. You haven't eaten today, have you? Listen. I I I I think that proper proper landscape engineering and architecture is very important. That's true. You have a balance. In a suburban right. fabric, right? Um, or an urban fabric. I mean, right. um, you do need a lot of green spaces. It's very, not only is it environmentally 
sound, right. but um, it just makes everything look pretty. But no, no, no. I a suburban life is. I mean, I'm doing suburban life now because I really didn't have a choice. But that's true. That's you know, true. There were there uh, were factors at play. When when you have a child, kids, it's, you yeah. you have to make certain compromises. And that and was one of them. I was giving up my beautiful apartment on the 48th floor. Yeah, but you know what? As I always say, we enjoyed that apartment. Oh yes, we did. That's that's where I recovered from appendicitis. Because <laughs> we had many a parties. Let's 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 Let, let's ching ching to yes. We had many a parties. Yes, that, you did. That, and we enjoyed the multiple pools. <laughs> and we enjoyed Ultra without going. Without going. Without going and paying. That is another, another ching. That's another <laughs> ching ching for sure. So I actually wanted to, to start off, although we already did start off. Well, actually, can I start off first? Sure. Because I wanted to start off with a DM we got. Oh, from, yes. From, from yeah. one of our. Which I haven't read. I know. So that's why I wanted to start it off. So it's um so one of our, our, our you know, our Pero Primos on Instagram sent us this. And it's actually, I'm going to say her name because, you know, why not? Uh, her name is Mary Bell. She's actually one of our trivia players as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. So she, she's she gone to trivia several times. Thank you, everybody. Mary yes. Bell and everybody else. And everybody who's everybody us. Does, yeah. We're making trivia happen. We are making trivia happen. We're going to have to figure out what date to make it happen in July, but we'll figure it out. Um, so her DM is, this is totally random, but I want to thank you guys. I have many things to thank you for, but one of them is to make me feel like a true Miamian. I mentioned it to Ish in a trivia night, but I came when I was almost 17. So for a long time, I didn't feel like I was a quote unquote true Miamian. However, I so identify with everything you guys say when you guys talk about your childhood. I was born and raised in Venezuela, but would spend the summers with my Cuban abuela in Little Havana and realized I am Miami AF, actually. Sometimes as immigrants, especially now that I have been in Miami for 18 years, we could feel like, quote unquote, no somos ni de aquí ni de allá, but you guys have made me feel like I belong. Oh, right. That's, that's what, so awesome. That's why I left you, that. Thank you. Thank you. I left that unread because I was like, I, I want to say that on air because it was just like, again, we've, we've said this many a time, you know, in our 200th episode and before where, you know, we do this because we started it out of, on a whim, but we keep doing it because of y'all, you know, and, yes. and it's things like that, that, that really, yes. it, it does strike a chord with we, us. We get, I wouldn't say we get DMs like that. You know, we get 10 of them a week, right? but we do get them with some frequency and, Yes, of course, they're nice to read, but it, it, it does go to the bigger picture, as Ish said, of why we do what we do. Um, and um, it's just so interesting that, like, you know, when we first started the podcast, we didn't know what our voice was or where this was going to go or who was, who you know, was going to listen to us. Um, but it's interesting because as time has gone by and, and you know, you kind of catch a stride and, and you're... Your identity, at least insofar as what we talk about and our personalities, how they come across right. on the podcast, um, you see how it resonates with people or you hear on how it resonates with people and how, you know, we say this a bunch of times, sometimes you think certain things or you, you the way you see things is, is a certain way and you think to yourself, oh, I'm the only one that thinks this, right? But right. then when you hear of other people, it's like, we're oh, not the only ones. Oh my god, this is like a commonality we all we all share. So thank you so much for that that um, DM. That was that was very very sweet. And you know about being Miami <laughs> as AF. As long as you're not a tech bro, you're Miami. And you're <laughs> AF. You know that that's something that I I feel that everybody at one point 
it's it, there isn't a litmus test right mm -hmm. it, it's there's a certain point or a certain situation whatever that may be that you're like shit like i'm totally miami like yeah like one day you wake up and, and it's like oh my god this is either this is something that would only happen in Miami or like this is totally I'm totally this yeah. like especially when you see yourself against other people yeah right um so that's why actually that you said tech bro I think that's why there's such a discord now with people the tech bro people coming right, over right, here right, because right. if you think about it Miami's always been a, a city that's based on immigration that's so very there's transient, always been yeah. a mass exodus of someone true that's true <laughs> coming yeah in yeah. here For, you know, whether it was communism, yeah, socialism, yeah. you know. Ante what, los cubanos, esto era un campo. Un campo, como dice Pepe Peña. <laughs> right, ¿Qué pasa? Right. Um, there's always been immigration coming into Miami, right. right? And somehow it's worked and somehow people have fit into the fabric. But I feel what, like everybody's contributed while acknowledging what was here before. Kind of building upon it. Right, right. And they've, right, they've acknowledged that there is culture here, whatever that culture may be. Right, right. Um, you know, we don't have the culture of New York City, of right. Boston, Chicago. Chicago, but there is culture down here. And and people have contributed something to it, whatever mm -hmm. it may be. But that's 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 why there's such a, a pushback with all these tech bro comings now, which right. again, isn't consistent with how we've treated immigration in the past. Right. But but this is different because these are people that are coming here because they don't give a rat's ass about our culture. Vienen a imponer. They don't care a rat's, a rat's ass about our history and our heritage. Right. Both, They're here because it's both cheap. where we unquote. come from and both what we are as a city. Right. And they and don't a, care to. And they don't care to. Right. right. They just care to come here, make big money, and live in a condo. Right. right? And jack everybody's prices up. Yeah. Right. And, and sort of take over without embracing and even acknowledging the community. Right. So, I'm here now. This is what it's going to be. Right. Yeah. Like, I wonder, those freaking tech bros, how many of them have been to Cayocho? How many of them have been to Sandwich? Oh, how no, many no, have no, been no, no, to... no, no, no. I would ask them, not just Cayocho. I would definitely give them an avenue parameter because I guarantee most of them have been like, bro, I've been on A Street. No, right. no, sweetheart, not in Brickle. Right. Keep, keep going I west. how many of them have been to <laughs> Martha's, you know, Martha of Miami, right. her store. How many right. of them have been to, you know, Croquetapalooza? You know, Even uh, Winwood. These are things I mean, that are very definitive of culture in Miami. Right. And, and they haven't. You and know? they don't care to. And that's they, they have that's no the thing. That's no the thing. Because it's one thing to say, oh, shit, I haven't done that yet. Right. But it's another thing to be like, what? No, but I go to Ultra. You know, like, well, yeah, so does everybody else. What's your point? Right. Right. So, whatever. Well, anyway. Moving on. So, moving on. So, I wanted to actually mention something really funny that happened to Ish and I the other day. Oh, yeah. So, this is... <laughs> Speaking of in Miami. This is a type of stuff that you can't make up, people. No. You cannot make up. So... Last Saturday, we had uh, a pop-up for Ping Pong Pollo. So thank you to everybody who yes, came out. At Unseen, to, and thank you for Unseen Creatures, Unseen Creatures and Miami Vintage Miami Market. Vintage Market. Thank you so much, Miami Vintage Market, yes. for inviting yeah. us and um, Unseen Creatures for hosting yeah. us. And we have another pop-up for Ping Pong Pollo coming up July 2nd at Jay Wakefield in Wynwood. Yes, we're going to be back at Jay Wakefield. Yeah. Um, so thank you to everybody who came out and supported us. Um But when we were that day earlier, when we were prepping and we were getting some final ingredients, <laughs> dando we, we dando vuelta, we Ish and I went to Fresco y Mas, yes. formerly Winn Dixie. Yes. <laughs> Do you still call it Winn Dixie? 
I I would, except I haven't seen a Win Dixie. <laughs> No, there's still Winn Dixie. No, the around. one I know the one on Bird and One Seventeenth is still Winn Dixie, but I feel like all the ones that I go to or have popped into right. are Frequimas now. You know, it, the Miami Lakes does not allow Frequimas. It has to be Winn Dixie. Really? Yeah, probably because of the color scheme and the font. But that's a story for another <laughs> day. Um, but anyway, so we were at Frequimas. We were checking out, and when we're the you know the kid who was a cashier was checking us out, you know, scanning the stuff. Right. And I look at Ish because in the checkout lane, you know, usually you have mints, the, the impulse buy section, chocolates, you know, sodas, potato chips, magazines, right. Guerrico merenguitos. Yes, chivirigos. <laughs> yes. Yes. Right. Um, of course, magazines. But generally what you don't have are Neutrogena <laughs> face wipes and... And facial scrubs. Right. Right. Usually, the scrubs was the, the, the line. Usually that's yeah. what you don't have. Right. 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 And I go to the small, look at this. They have a display of Neutrogena, you know, face whatever. wipes, whatever. Face wipes and scrubs. Because it wasn't like handy wipes. It was right. specifically face. No, it, this it was, was face, face scrubs. Right. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah. And you said something. And then, I probably said something about Jennifer Aniston. Right. Yeah. And then I said something back. So, you know, we started our general banter that right. him and I always. Uh, do yeah, and the guy who was ringing us up, he must have been maybe 19, 20 years old. Yeah. He looks that up, he looks at us, and he goes, You guys sound like you would have a podcast. <laughs> and I was like, Well, 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 have we got news for you? <laughs> As a matter of fact, young man, we do have a podcast, pero let me tell you, on its fifth season, yes, sir, 200 plus episodes. <laughs> and I just thought that was so hilarious. But what I love... That he picked up on that. And this was like a 19, 20-year-old guy, you know? A, that he was listening. Yes. B, that he picked up on it. But C, what I call out is something... What I'm going to call out is something that you and I have said many times. This show is not an act. This show is you and I having a conversation, be it at a Windig Frequima checkout, on the phone... Waiting in line to board a plane, whatever. Right. This just, is microphones. There's just microphones involved. And we try to make it topical. Right. But, <laughs> but we would be talking about topical things anyway. Right. This is just us. Yes. You know, like Mandy Moore and Milo Ventimiglia. Yeah. This is me then. <laughs> this... <laughs> oh, but I don't want to ride the six. Yes. Um, <laughs> if there's somebody who could listen to each episode of ours and catch every single reference, it would be I can only think of one listener that we know that can't. That we okay? How how? I'm thinking he went to when we recorded. Cause I don't want to blurt out his name. He went when we recorded at a Do Croquetas. He was there. Which time? The last time. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. The only person I think that would catch most of our references. see because I was thinking it would be Steph from Mamas and Merlot. I agree with I agree with I agree with who you're saying, but I immediately went to Steph. Yeah, but you know what? The thing with Steph. Mm-hmm. Because there's that, a little bit of an age difference? Yes. Okay, so something And slipped. Steph is really good about knowing beyond her years. <laughs> but this but this person's more contemporary. Yes. Right, okay, yes. got it, got it. We're older millennials. She's a younger millennial. Right, right, right. right. We were born in the 70s. She was born in the 80s. That's and true. And she's really, really good at catching yeah, everything. Yeah, she's on it. Yeah. She's on it. But there, I, I do think there may be a few things that just because of the, you know, Right, it just, it just wasn't part of her life. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe... Right. But, but yeah, anyway, um, so yeah, we thought it was like hilarious that here we were having this banter, like, why do they have Neutrogena wipes in like the checkout? A freco of all places. Of all places. Right? Yeah, it's not, not even like Whole Foods. Right? <laughs> that would make more sense at Whole Foods. Yeah. But you're talking about freco y mas. Eke chico, you know what happens when, <laughs> cuando tu fríes los chicharrones, you need a face wipe to take down all that lard from your face. Um, 
don't go that far. When we do the ping pong pollo, we could probably use some of those. When we do a ping pong pollo, I need to I need to jump into a pool of antibacterial soap and degreaser. That sounds so drying. <laughs> and degreaser. Porque we come out of there as grease balls. We do. Like, we do. Between the grease we absorb in the cooking and mm-hmm. serving the ping pong pollo. And, then the, and grease, the sweat. The the cleaning of it. Yeah, that's true. So, it, yeah. It, it's good. <laughs> oil, 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 sweat, and chicken. Welcome to being. That sounds like the worst perfume ever. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so I wanted to talk about something that All right. I heard. So okay. this is a little bit of a turn, because okay. um, obviously we've talked about this, you know, many times in, in a very serious way about racism in the hispanic and latin community right. and colorism yes um and how it really is a real thing right, right? right. and and it, not only is it a real thing it's like a really big problem <laughs> right because we don't think about it and so the other day i was i'm i'm, I'm gonna be very vague as to where i was right. i was at a store in hialeah and, that, had is, un no. and that is as <laughs> that is uh, as um as generic as you're going to go. Yes, right, I was right. at a store in Hialeah. Okay, got and, it. And um, there was the cash register, okay. the security guard. And then there was Otro Viejo that you could tell he just goes there to talk. Okay, he's retired. He has nothing yeah, to do. Right, 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 right. Right. And whatever. And this lady walks in with a white dog. Okay. And... Latina lady? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's Hialeah. <laughs> Listen, you're the one who's told me that there's a lot of white people there. It's it's Hialeah, yes. Um, there are a lot of... There's more white people than, than you, you think, think right, in right, Hialeah, right, right, but right, right. still. Okay. Uh, the odds of encountering a white person <laughs> is, you know... Don't play those odds. Right. Okay. So, mind you, the cash register lady was tremenda Afro-Latina. Like, she couldn't be more Afro-Latina. Okay. And I'm, imagine Afro-Cuban, right? Right, right, right. Because and, Hialeah. And this girl walks in with her dog. Okay. And the dog is a white dog. Okay. And the security guard is like, Señora, me da pena, pero no podemos dejar perro entrar aquí. Okay. And she's like, ay, pero es que te, si no lo tengo que dejar en, en, el, en, el, en el carro, whatever, whatever. Y hay mucho calor. And he's like, bueno, mira, voy a dejarte entrarlo hoy, pero mm-hmm. por favor, you know, make sure okay. that he doesn't pee or poop inside the thing. Um... And, um, but if I could step behind her futuro, and she's like, I thank you so much. So she goes in. Okay. And then the three of them the security guard, the register, the, the register, cashier, the cashier, the cashier, and the retired person who's uh-huh. just there for laughs. The guy who already left La Ventanita. Like, and, sí, perro porque era un perro blanco. and then the other guy was like, Si, sí, yo no hubiera dejado entrarle perro si era de color. And I'm like, and they were all laughing, including, including the Afro Latina, the Afro Latina lady. And I'm like, for but the it, love of God, I was like, I was there with. <laughs> but it, okay, but and and I'm not taking away from what you were saying. But in all fairness, that could have been a situation like you know, you know, sometimes, and I'm guilty of this, where like sometimes you know, people will say like you know, no, because the black whatever, and I'll be like, why has it got to be black? You know what right, I mean? It right, could have been, and again, these right, are people but, who but, know but, each but, other. But the comment to this is the comment to this is 
Because, uh, you know, I was able to see this twofold, right? I'm able to appreciate it as a Latin person and a Cuban person mm-hmm. that I know how we talk. Right, right, right. And right? these are people who know each other. Right, right. So I'm able to appreciate it from that aspect. But I'm all, I also appreciate it from the U.S. Uh, from the right. U.S. perspective and from a more, like, sensible perspective okay. and a more proper perspective that that's not the right thing to do, right? And the reason I bring this up is because those are examples mm-hmm. of, and again, this was a joke, and I'm sure the guy didn't mean, you know, he just meant it as a joke. Right, again, between three friends. But these are the things that are embedded in culture that are flat out racist. Mm-hmm. Because I realized, again, this was a joke. Right, right. right? And that's this very important to call out. Joke, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, but these are the type of commentaries that are racist mm-hmm. Because that's what they are. But they're so embedded and they're so ingrained in the culture Mm -hmm. that it's like garden variety. It's like, oh, yeah, (laughs) you're making, you're taking a shot at, you know, uh, uh, you know, oh, I wouldn't let him in. It was a black dog. Right. Which obviously is a commentary to a black person. Right. right. right? And the black person there was like, (laughs) but do you think it was said tongue in cheek? It's my. It, it, it is, and again, right. I mean, I'm, not, I'm that, not even saying that the guy he shouldn't have said, said it, it right, is right, right. like this, you know, horrible racist right, person, right, right, right. right? What I'm saying is that these are the type of things that we say. Without even thinking. That, that well, I don't say them, but, but people we, the, say. The royal we. People say that they don't even put any thought in it. Because no it's so it's it. embedded in the culture. It's so embedded in the culture. It's so like second nature to say mm-hmm. things like that. Like what do you know? What do they say about like you know ethnic hair in Spanish? Oh, it's a pelo malo. Like, have you ever really stopped to think about that? But we've all heard people say like, "Bueno, allá tú porque yo no sé peinar pasa." Right. They like, say shit ever, like that. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Have yeah. you ever really stopped to think about? Because I do. Yeah. Like I'm not. Like, I really check myself on those type of things. I'm right. like. Yes, that's something that everybody says. Oh, está tiene pelo malo, está tiene pelo bueno. Right. Well, and Chris Rock made a whole damn documentary about it. Right. Right. But but, but again, but it, but it, but in Latin culture, right. Right right, 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 right. It's like, have you really stopped to think about what that means? Like, you're saying that ethnic hair is bad. Right. The right? Inf- the inference is right. right. And again, it's so embedded in our culture that it's, we don't think about it, quote unquote. Not only not only do we not think about it, it's accepted it's expected we don't question it it, and people whom it is a direct insult to are in on it right because again this woman couldn't be blacker like she couldn't be like she was she was like afro latina like poster girl for afro latina and she thought it was hilarious right and i'm here thinking like like i did like a total social experiment on this while i was there (laughs) While I was there, I was like, wow, look at the dynamic of this, right? That this is, she's totally in on this. And she thinks it's hilarious because she, as a black woman, well, a Latin black person, a Latin Cuban black person, Mm -hmm. this is so part of everything that you don't question it. It's like, ah, you know? Um, So I was kind of like, wow. So when you hear, you know, because what happens? Nowadays, when you have more um, more enlightened voices mm-hmm. say, make these type of comments, people are like, oh, because you're the party pooper. Oh, because, you know, you right. you take offense to everything. And, it, and it's not even a, a taking offense to it. It's a like, okay, do, do, have you really stopped and thought about what you're saying? But I think what you're saying is two different things. It's like, you know, let's analyze it. But at the same time, it's something that you and I have said many times before where it's like, you know, you can't 
you can't go in and criticize a joke amongst friends because you don't know their relationship. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I may say something to you that an outsider may hear and be like, that's inappropriate, right? right. So it, you, you have to, to your point of like, oh, you're a party pooper. It's like, no, you have to consider both sides. I understand. You understand that these are friends who are joking amongst themselves. And you know what? That's their relationship. Right. I am no one to come in and question and tell, you know, tell this cashier, like, do you understand what he's saying? Ba 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 which I think is a you know, you even said this is like there's a difference between a teaching moment and and castigating, right? Right. You're nobody to go in and tell someone, a black person, a Latin person, an Asian person, how they need to feel about something. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're not yeah. that of that person. But as a Latin person in that situation, you do need to engage your brain and kind of say, like, Bro, that's fucked up. It is, but that's why I tell you that. In, you, you, in, in, and, and you can be you can be two sides of the same coin. In this particular case, and there's there's millions of cases like this on a daily basis. It's more. It's less of a judgment on the individual and more a judgment on the culture. Okay, and that that's the perfect way of saying it. Right. Right. I, it, it's not that I think that. Oh my God, look at him, this racist, bigoted person. I just think that the, that man said that because that is what is said. Right, right, and it's and he's somebody older, you know. So, right. see, so yeah, that's a he's whole. He's not other, as young, right. where you know, maybe a, a younger. He grew person, up a certain way, right? Right, right, right. right. Usually, is a little bit more. I mean, will take on thought provoking, you know, things and out of the box things. Mm-hmm. As so far as your culture, you know, it wasn't like, oh my god, look at these racist people and all that. It's more right. of an accountability issue with the culture that this is so normalized that mm-hmm. it, it is part of your culture, and and again. Um, when when you hear people say that are, are more involved on the issue, say like, hey, you know, maybe that's not the way we should be saying things. Or, hey, maybe this is right. not the way that you should refer to my hair. Right. And, hey, maybe this is not the This best. is why this bothers me. Bothers whatever, me. Right. You know, you can't dismiss that person. Right. Because you're attacking that person, even if you don't have the intention to. Right. Even if you don't mean to. And, and, and your heart's not into attacking right, right, right. them or insulting them, but you are. Yeah, I mean, in that situation, I think the, 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 the best reaction would be like, oh, shit, I, I didn't mean it that way. I'm so sorry. Like, just acknowledge their feelings, but also... I mean, can you imagine if that would have happened in, like, California? <laughs> they would have been calling the manager. Like... There would be protests right now. <laughs> right. But in Hialeah, it's like, welcome. It's a, it's Tuesday. a Tuesday. Yeah, it's, it's a Tuesday. Tuesday. Absolutely. Isn't it great how we use Tuesday as, like, the random day of the week because it has no other personality? Is it? Think about it. Whenever we say like, oh, that's just a day of the week, we tend to go with Tuesday because Monday has, you know, it's Monday. Wednesday, woohoo, midweek. Thursday, almost Friday. Friday's Friday, Saturday and Sunday are the weekend. But Tuesday is nothing. So people take it as a random day. Do you know, this is going to date me. When I think of Thursdays, you know what I always think of? Cosby Show? Must see TV. Oh, so... So, well, must be TV of all. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, right, 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 right. Correct, correct. That's right. what I just think of because Thursday is always like the best day of TV. It used to be. Well, back when TV was a, back when TV was a, was TV, thing, right? Right. But TV, like Thursday, was such a good day for it television. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. We know things can feel overwhelming from jobs to family to relationships even finances. And despite the stigma from Hispanic families about airing our dirty laundry, we can all use someone to talk to during those moments of stress. Well, we're here to remind you that there's no shame in admitting 
that you need to speak with someone to work towards improving mental well-being. That's where BetterHelp comes in to, well, help. A customized online therapy provider, they offer therapy options on your time, whether it's via phone, video, text, or even live chat sessions with a therapist. BetterHelp's customized approach matches you with a therapist in under 48 hours based on what you're experiencing to help you better understand yourself. And as a special offer for Pero Let Me Tell You listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash pero. It's already more affordable than in-person therapy, and now you can save on your first month. Everyone deserves to be happy, and BetterHelp has helped millions take their first step on that path. That's betterhelp.com slash pero. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast episode. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Stupid streaming. Yeah, they ruined everything. It did. But you know what? Speaking of streaming, oh. see, look, look how I transitioned. So I still haven't seen it, but last weekend, uh, the new Father of the Bride uh, reboot. So I was premiered. To somebody earlier this week, and I was telling him, "Oh, Ishan and I are going to see it by Thursday, so we could talk about it on the show." And did you? I didn't. I didn't have a chance, but I will say, um, it broke records. Good. It broke records. Um, uh, I'm reading this from Deadline. Uh, Father's Day weekend was the ideal launch pad for Warner Brothers' Andy Garcia, Gloria Stefan romantic comedy, Father of the Bride, which wound up being the biggest. HBO Max movie premiere ever in its four days, specifically for a title that was exclusively made for the streaming service. Father of the Bride was the number one title. It wasn't in theaters at all? At all. Father of the Bride was the number one title across HBO Max around the world in its first four days since it launched on Thursday, June 16th. The film also ranked among the top 10 most watched title launches on HBO Max to date in Mexico based on its first four days. Nice. So... I read that and I love it, right? Because automatically I'm, I'm like, okay, great. You know, the, the, the Latinos are here. And again, Cuban-Americans in Miami. You know, I'm going to be a little biased. Um, what I've been hearing from people who have seen it is how unabashedly it Miami is, it is. It is such a failure that we have not seen. I know. I know. It's 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 like, no tenemos, like, no tenemos cara. Like, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. How unabashedly, again, it features like freaking Vicky's Bakery. Yeah, and like, I've heard that it makes Miami look like like it's beautifully shot. Like, I mean, they gave Gloria Stefan Senora de Coral Gables highlights. It's so funny because she does look like una señora. 
But Senora de Coral Gables, which is what yes. they are in the movies, yes. right? Like, like she specifically looks like somebody who lives like you know in in the in that part of the Gables where all the houses are. Was the movie sh- well? I mean, obviously some outside scenes. Were the shot studio here. portions were shot in Atlanta. Um, I believe I could be wrong there is a studio that is actually owned by two Cuban American brothers and I can't remember their names right now they used to work with Tyler Perry and then when he moved out of his studio into the bigger one they bought his studio out into Tyler Perry land yes <laughs> have you seen the size of Tyler Perry's studio it's a studio? freaking city it, yeah. <laughs> like it should have tax deductions it probably does um, so but they did film they filmed stuff here at the Biltmore um, they filmed, I believe, the the church scenes here. So they did do a lot of on location uh, shoots. Yeah, yeah. Um, do, I wonder if I, I wonder the the reasoning why that movie did so well. Like, I wonder if it was Father's Day weekend number one. Father's Day weekend. It's also you could you could sort of say that Father of the Bride at this point is a franchise. I mean, as many versions as there is, There's three, right? There's so this is the second remake. Because you, the original is the Elizabeth Taylor with one. Spencer Tracy. Then they remade it with Steve Martin. Right. There was a part two to that one. Okay. And then they remade it again now with Andy okay. and Gloria. So there's Andy and Gloria. Like I had there's with them. four. There's four. Right. So actually, you know, it's like a franchise at this point. Yeah. So I'm sure there's a built-in audience with that. Then I'm sure there's like the Cuban factor, the Miami factor. Mm-hmm. There's the a Latino factor, factor, the Latino factor. You know, and it's also it was very well, smart. That his was, family, the the he's Mexican. He's right? Mexican. So, so yeah, you so, have a, so that was also you right. know because you could spin it with both Cubans and Mexicans. Right. Um, it's so funny because when I see the ads. I'm like, oh, look, it's Luis Miguel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forget his name. I know his first name is Diego. He, yeah, yeah, he plays Luis Miguel in the, in the, in the, in the series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the girl who plays their daughter is La Hija de, I think, um, este, Ricardo Arjona. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So there's a lot of pedigree right, in this movie. Right. Um, that's awesome. I can't wait to see it. Again, failure, total fail. Total failure on our part. That we haven't seen it. You like, know what? We should have been on it. If today was one of those days that we filmed, that we recorded later, we would have watched it. Probably. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Um, total failure on our part. Man, we, we messed up that one. No, like, that makes me really happy. Um, I mean, look, our our godmother is in this show, right? It's true. I mean, Gloria Stefan really is a godmother to every Cuban American. I mean, whether you like it or not, whether you like it or not, she just is. <laughs> she just is. It Deal just with is. it. She just feels like family. She does. Yeah, it's like it's Gloria, Gloria and Andy. Yeah, I mean, again, <laughs> she gave me Mike and Ike's. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we bumped into her a few times. I keep Listen, telling you, we went to her block party. Well, you did. Well, okay, I did. You did, yes, yes. I did. Yeah, you went to her block party, but she gave me movie theater candy. Yes, and we've also, you know, <laughs> been invited by her son to his drive-in. Right, like, that's the thing, is, like, at this point, like I've told you, we're circling the Estefan drain. Yes, yes. So, you know what? Cross your fingers, kids. <laughs> it's only a matter of time. Listen, we got Gina Torres on the show, <laughs> and I thought that was never going to happen. So, Gloria's so... next. Let's get Gloria and Andy. Yes. At the same time. Screw it. Well, if Let's it would it, it would have been at the same time. It would have been now. That's true. Because we would have had to do one of those press junkets. Oh, the junket. Yes, yes. yes. Like you, this lady. You does. know who I'm thinking of? Yes. <laughs> Galaxia going. You and McGregor. What's her name? I can't remember her name. The lady I, with the curls. And I don't want to remember her name because I don't want us to say her name on the okay. show. But say my name. But I know who it is. Speaking of you. the song of the summer. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Okay, what it's okay. Okay, well, wait, wait, okay, okay. We're it's not okay. gonna we're, we're not gonna talk about Beyonce's new song. Oh no, we are. You won't break my soul. It's okay. You won't break my soul. I have a 
What do you think? What do you, I'm going to defer to you. Beyonce released this week, Break My Soul. Okay. I'm going to defer so, to you. I just want to say, I'm not part of the beehive. Right. Okay. To me, Beyonce is not a god. <laughs> but I do like Beyonce, and I have to tell you, and you could back me up on this. I was one of the first people that you were into moment, Beyonce, like beyond. Before. I was in no, no, no part one. Yes, yes, yes <laughs> not part yes. two that became a hit. In part yes, part one, one when it came out, I loved it. Yes, you were into Beyonce like, in the prequel. Who is that? Right. And when and when that song came out, I remember we're talking about no, no, no one part one with Destiny's Child. Yes, at that point in time, Beyonce was like sixteen, right. and I was like eighteen, and I remember thinking like, oh. She's under 18. <laughs> right, she's a kid, yeah. Right, but she looked so much older. Right. She looked so much older. So I've always liked Beyonce. Um, I mean, I think she's great. I think she's one of the best performers of our time. Do I think that Beyonce is like the greatest thing that has ever existed in the in, Since in humanity? <laughs> no, because like a lot of these people talk about Beyonce like if, like literally she's God. Like right, if, right. Right? Um, so it's funny because this new song, Break My Soul, I do like the song. It's okay. But I have mixed feelings about it, but for very me reasons. So Okay, well, usually it's, uh, usually so, it's me reasons. So here's reasons. the thing. Beyonce, especially with the release of her album in 2015, the self-titled album, Beyonce. Okay. The one that she released Lemonade? with no promotion. That was no, that's the one that had um, a Drunken Love oh, okay, and, Drunken and Love. all yes, that. Yes, yes, yes. Then King Lemonade. Um that was like a turning point for Beyonce in terms of her sound. Correct. Right? That's when she stopped being poppy and... A little more introspective. Beyonce. Yeah, it was like a much, a much darker sound, more grittier. More grown up. More grown up. It was definitely an evolution, right? right? And then came Lemonade, and then came the Carter's album, right. and then came the um, a, the uh, a Black is King album. Right, for, uh, that was the Lion the King The Lion album. King right. one. Then came all that, which is like very, it's very concept driven base, like mm -hmm. especially the Black Angus King one. It's very much of a concept album. Um, and again, a much darker sound. I don't know about darker, but mature. No, it, it's darker because she has songs that are very, that are, are very like introspective and like that they don't make you feel good, right? And the Lemonade album, I know you, you roll your eyes, but the Lemonade album, it, it, we all know that it's about, the infidelity of of um it's about her marriage of uh, her marriage and a miscarriage and all that and right. it gets very heavy right. it gets very very heavy and and obviously it talks about culture and black culture and all that so it's a very heavy album so there was a part of me that was kind of like i kind of miss old fun beyonce right. i want her to be happy again i kind of miss crazy and right. love beyonce jumping jumping beyonce right. i kind of miss that but I kind of appreciate that she also didn't stay there and she evolved. Right, right. So now with this new song, I feel both things. On the one <laughs> hand, I'm kind of like, I love that she's kind of doing a summer song right, based right, right. on You've yeah, Got yeah, to yeah. Show Me Robin Love. S. Robin S. Yep. She's sampling right. Show Me Love. Right. Mm -hmm. I kind of like that she did a, you know, it's not like this. It's unapologetic dance. Right. And it's not like this huge cultural statement right. it's just a fun summer song yeah, she's not trying so, to recreate great. the wheel we're back to fun beyonce but then on the other hand i'm kind of like but i wanted the continuation of the evolution in all fairness <laughs> we don't know what the rest of the album's going to be like right no i mean you know, just obviously it's just on the single right. but but yes in a way so in that ha aspect i was happy but in the other aspects i'm like right but i kind of wanted like the post lion king kind of evolution like what like, was next like i'm now 40 so right I, so whatever but right. I like the song. Is it the best song I've ever heard in my life? No. The song is okay. 
if they play it at a club, I'm totally going to dance. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's a bop. I was actually say. more surprised at uh, Drake's album. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Drake released a dance album. Yeah. Who saw that coming? Aubrey. Aubrey. Listen. Aubrey wants to dance. Aubrey wants to go back to Degrassi and dance. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> well, if he goes back to Degrassi, he's not going to dance. He went to dances at Degrassi. Oh, Listen, well, just because you're in a... Don't be ableist. You're right. I caught myself there. <laughs> don't be ableist. Just because you're in a wheelchair, you can still jam. At the very least, you can Vogue. Yeah. You know? Um, have you heard his album? I have I have heard like one or two songs only. I I love Champagne Poppy, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> I've told you, I like Drake, but my issue sometimes is I feel like his voice is a little too nasal for me. My thing with Drake is, I, I love Drake because obviously it's a genre of music right. that I love. I can't take Drake for an hour. You have to break it up. Yes. Yeah, right. I love that, when, that's me. I love that's when me. Drake comes out on Shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> shuffle Drake is That's like, the t-shirt, kids. Like, I love it when this, Drake comes out on Shuffle. This is my jam like type thing. <laughs> but when I've already listened to that, like I'm on the fourth Drake song, I'm kind of like, oh, I'm ready for the next. I'm ready for the I next I like thing. him, but his, his voice is just very. And the thing about Drake is that I like Drake. As I like Drake. Drake as Drake. Like, I like I, Aubrey. I like, I I like, like Aubrey. his music, and I like him as like, right. a person. Right. I like his public persona. Right. Um, but again, he, I, I, I'm, I love Shuffle Drake. <laughs> <laughs> you know why? Because You know why Shuffle Drake is good? Oh, that's wonderful. Because then you're listening to something, and it's kind of like, oh, this song is whatever. But then Drake comes on. And he just like bumps it like, up. Boom. Yeah. We're, we're, we're good. We're good. <laughs> Yeah, but it's funny. It's back to be. I, I'm telling you, that's the T-shirt. Shuffle Drake is great, um, and it's just a picture of him doing like a little shuffle, like George Jefferson. What the guy in Franco would say now by hearing what, this? Yes, answer. he'd be. Like, I hope he's listening. We told him the name of the show. Maybe he's he's a subscriber now. Uh, but it's funny you said Beyonce because all I could think when we were when you said you know she's doing dance, all I could think of was like right because she's she turned forty and yeah she's in the she's in that phase of her career where it's like. Older Diva does dance album. What is that? You say that older Diva videos are not about her anymore? She's not nope. in the love? They're not. <laughs> They're not. All of the... Once you hit a certain age, I'm going to go with 40 to 45. Because, you know, it depends on when you released your album. Mm-hmm. If you're an older Diva, yeah, your videos are not about you. Right. Your videos are about the younger people at the club or having a romance. And you show up as, like, you know, the guardian angel singing or the per- the diva at the club singing or, you know, the guide. You- I, wouldn't laugh, I wouldn't laugh if you, I th- didn't think that was funny. That's true because it is true. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's it true. Is true. Because the other day when you were at my place... <laughs> Randomly, I don't even know because I don't listen to Cher so at all. I don't know how Cher came up on my <laughs> shuffle, on my YouTube shuffle. That and there belief, was belief that belief came out, and you were like, "Do you notice that you know it's about the young people?" And I'm like, "Oh shit, you're right." I just always focused her being trapped in a box. Right, like, she was she was the original Tilda Swinton. Yeah, she was yes. trapped in a box <laughs> she was in that tra- video before Tilda Swinton. Yes, was trapped in a box. Tilda saw that and said, "I must be in a share box." The only share there's two share songs that I kind of. I think are fun. Strong enough? Yes. How did you know? Because I've known you for how many years? That song is really good. It is phenomenal. And I like the Gypsy Tramps and Thieves. That's a great song. That's a good song. That's a great song. And yeah. And then I like... I wonder if she has to re-record it as Romani Tramps and Thieves. Oh. <laughs> and I kind of like... Um, that's not true. There's another Cher song that I like that nobody knows. Dove L'Amore? No. Um, one by One. 
I love that song. Yeah, but that's not. No, that's the one where on the single she's with the snake and the apple. Right, but yeah. that song. No, that's nobody. Even, that was before that's Believe. That's an R&B song. That, right, that was before Believe. Nobody. That's like a pure R&B song. Yeah. Nobody knows that song. It's not a dance song. That I remember when that song came I out. I beg to differ. The remixes. That, well, I don't listen to the Thunderpuss remix. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> You know the fact so, that you okay, say Thunder you, Puss, you, like if it's you know something what's so like if, funny, it's so, Thunder Puss. I know that one of the biggest like house gay anthems is um, Deborah Cox. How did well? Yes, you nobody's supposed to be here. Yes, here. as okay. as you look at my signed Deborah Cox right. bodyguard yes, poster. Yes, whereas I I loved that song as a ballad because it's R&B and I liked Deborah Cox as an R&B artist. Right. So when that that single came that right. remix came out I was like, "Oh, listen. I was like, here we go." Listen, like, we are in the midst of Pride season and she is to Pride what Mariah is to Christmas. <laughs> you know what I think is so funny? That okay, Deborah and she Cox, acknowledges it, she embraces great it. Great voice, R&B voice. Oh, yeah, she's got Whitney she, caliber pipes. Right, she sang them to church. Yeah. Like her she found and it was totally by accident. Oh, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. they did that remix. She like, fell into it, yeah. They'll do a remix of any other right, song. Right, right. And that one just happened to catch on within right. the gay community, you know? That it became such a thing. Like yeah. that which, was totally which, by accident. By the way, she's coming in concert in October. <laughs> But I have a little problem with how she's coming in concert. Why she so it's at the Hard Rock, right? I love Deborah Cox. Yeah, but it's her butt. But she's coming as part of the Freestyle for All concert with a bunch of freestyle artists, and she's not freestyle. So it's Deborah Cox, Taylor Dane, eh, like eh, one of these things. George is, Lamont. One of these right, things is not right. like the other. I'm like. I mean, I'll go. Like, because because I like everybody, that, but the thing is that no non-remixed Deborah Cox. But even remixed Deborah Cox isn't freestyle. Well, well, that's right, <laughs> right? Because she, she, you could do like an R and B concert right. tour of different R and B. Mira, her SWV next, uh, right? Tamia, Tamia, yeah, yeah, all of them, right? And she would fit. You right. could do like a house music. Right. Like, Her, CC Peniston, like, Alternate. Like Pride, you know, right. thing. And right. she'll she make, fit. But, but not freestyle. freestyle. No. 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 I, I, I was like, I don't know how I feel maybe, about maybe this. Maybe they're going to mesh one of her songs with Take Me. Take me <laughs> She's there. Cynthia's going to be there. Little Susie. <laughs> oh, that's Little Susie. Sorry. Don't damn it. you let me. That's such a good song. You know what's really funny about that song? That song came out in 1993. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah that right. song's not from the 80s. It's not from the 80s, no. but it's freestyle. But it's freestyle. Which we enjoy. And Little Susie's like our age. When that song came out, she was like 12. So by now, she's Susanna. <laughs> like Deborah Gibson. <laughs> Deborah Gibson. Did Debbie Gibson ever really think that people were going to start calling her Deborah? I don't know. I think I think that was a moment in her life where she's like, let's let's try something. You're right. This is a press release. Right? Deborah Cox in a freestyle concert? No. Like, With that said, do you want to go? <laughs> you know what I really want to see in concert? Taylor Dane again? Well, we already saw her. People are going to be like, what? I really want to see Mandy Moore in concert. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, that's an established. Right, right, right. But see, here's the thing. I, I don't care for Man Candy Mandy Moore. I care for like... The rhyme was great there, by the way. Candy Mandy Moore. <laughs> I care for like Joni Mitchell, you know, um, folk Mandy Moore. Okay, folk folk or... Well, it's Mandy Moore folk. I mean, okay. we're not like... But see, I'd be upset if she didn't at least do it like the second, like 17 album. 
No, in her new tour. Because that's not in folk, her new but... tour, she's doing. She does do candy. I mean, uh, that's fair. She does do. I wanna be with you. Okay. And she does only hope, which only hope is a good song. That is a great song. Um, but she doesn't do saturate me. I don't think so. But why bother going? But the thing is that. Do you remember when Mandy Moore came out? I didn't like her. Well, yeah, because you said que ella tenía cara de mala. And Candy, it's yeah. like she had this attitude. It's I like, was, you're 13. What attitude do yeah, you have? I didn't like her at all. Yeah. But then she came out with coverage, her third album, which was, were remakes. But they were all remakes of like songs from the 70s no, and yeah, 60s. No, yeah, 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 like Carole King. And yeah. she did that song, um, Mona Lisa's and Matt Hatter's. Oh, that's a great song. And I was that's, like, wow. Is that, is that Elton John? That's Elton John. Yeah. I was like, wow, se la comió. Yeah. And she did... Um, what are the, well, she did several songs there. Have a little faith in That was the, the lead single. And I was like, oh, man. I love Mandy Moore. She found then, her voice. And then, the, in all honesty, obviously, the first time I heard her and I, she did something that I liked mm-hmm. was Only Hope on A Walk to Remember. True. So, I mean, but then again, you have to be... Made of stone. You have to be... Uh, a bot, an avatar to not watch that movie. <laughs> you don't cry watching that movie. I still don't kind. Of, I, I I kind of still don't forgive you for that movie. My father. But how do you not? How do you not? My I'm, father's like la muchachita se muere. And I'm like yes, it's a Nicholas Sparks. Every, you know, somebody dies. Nicholas Sparks. Some like, Nicholas Sparks just kills someone by the end. I don't know what it was about a walk to remember. How do we end up talking about a walk to remember? Three to glasses of champagne, that's how. grown-ass men and a walk to remember. Um, did I say two or three? Two grown-ass men. Okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> because, look, I watched the... the What's the movie? The jumping movie. Eta. The jumping movie. The movie with... Eta. Regina George. Eta. The Notebook? The Notebook! <laughs> I watched The Notebook and I was like, gag me with a freaking spoon. Really? No. I've never seen it. No, and it, and I love her. her. Right. What's yes. her name? I, Rachel McAdams. Ra- Rachel McAdams. And I think he's a good actor, whatever. <laughs> um, but I love Rachel McAdams. <laughs> right. And I saw The Notebook and I was like, oh my God, this is so cheesy. Like, really? Yeah, I did. It didn't hit you? No, I was like, it's so cheesy. I'm like, they're probably going to die together. <laughs> and I was like, they did. <laughs> but did it not hit you because you were going into it already expecting? I don't know. Because, you know, I also don't do melodrama. Right. right but, I mean, Walk to Remember is But you know the thing about Walk to Remember is that I didn't know walking walking into Walk to Remember. And I even remember where I saw it. I saw it at the Lincoln Road Theater. Oh, wow. Yes. So you saw it in public. Yes. Oh, you cried that much in no, public? No, no, no. But I saw it because... I think we were going to watch something else, and that was sold out. We're like, oh, let's just watch that Mandy Moore movie. Okay, so it was a consolation prize. So it prize. wasn't even like, I didn't go see it because of Mandy Moore. I okay. didn't see it. Was, we were going to watch something else. Okay, la casualidad. And I remember I didn't know the Nicholas Sparks of it all. So you walked in cold. I walked in cold. Okay, and I was okay. like, wait, wait, what? So when she said, I don't need a reason to be mad at God, I was like, oh my gosh, she's dying. <laughs> I'm telling you, I remember seeing that movie. And then at the end, when he's like, because Jamie's heart is like the wind. I can't see it, but I can feel it. I'm like, oh my God, just kill me right now. Just met him cuchillo. Kill me, kill me. And it. then I learned of the Nicholas Sparks. Okay. Uh, right, 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 right. I totally fall into that trap. Yeah. So that's maybe when I saw the notebook. You, I was yeah, like, yeah, you went in. I was like, I'm, you know, Nicholas Sparks. I'm not falling for it this time. Yeah, you caught me once. I'm not calling, catching those shenanigans of yours. What else has he done? 
Um, I mean, he writes a lot of those types of books, but Miley did a movie that was based on Nicholas Sparks. Zac Efron did one. Amanda Seyfried did that one. A... Dun, dun, I think that's dun. one where Miley met uh, the Hemsworth. I look at you, that one. Sure. When the na, ka, na, 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 na. Sure. I have no idea. That's when I, that with Greg, Greg Kinnear. Yes. 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 Okay. With Greg, wow. The fact that you had to pull Greg Kinnear for me to be like, yes, <laughs> says a lot about me. <laughs> that's when I, I, you don't know that song? No. Oh. That's early Miley. No, that's mid Miley. <laughs> That I was could, post Hannah Montana. Yeah, but I consider anything before bangers early Marley. Okay. Just because, you know, that was like, listen, I'm here. You know, she stuck her tongue out and we were here for it. I love Miley Cyrus. I felt. Do you remember when I felt dirty for liking Miley Cyrus? You did. I you did. So dirty. I just. I, you know who I, what I love? I love to hear Jose talk about Miley Cyrus. Why? Because he loves her too. Well, because he, when he worked for Disney, he actually met her and her mother a couple times. He met? What's her name? Trisha? Yeah, Trish. While she was Hannah Montana. So he like did he meet her as Hannah or Miley? Oh, that's a good question. I never thought to ask. Oh. I never asked that. I mean, have you ever stopped to think about that Miley's wigs should be in the Smithsonian? <laughs> <laughs> did I say a lie? Not even a little bit. I mean, Not first of all, bit. it's one of the most famous Disney Channel shows. <laughs> that's true. a famous franchise that launched the career of a pop. Yeah, that's true. No, superstar. you're right. You're right. That wig deserves to be... <laughs> that wig does deserve to be in some type of museum. I don't know if the Smithsonian, but some museum. I remember, I remember the very first time I saw Hannah Montana. I saw Han The very first time I saw Hannah Montana was in... It was in the show. It was like one of those little concert commercial things. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they don't do commercials on Disney. Right. So, right, right. And I was like, what tacky ass shit is that? Because she was always in gold lame. No, because I was like, who is that? I didn't know No, that. she was always in gold lame. I didn't lame. know... I the context. There was a singer named Hannah Montana. Oh, you thought I didn't that know was... Who, I didn't know... It was the first time I saw that's her. True, I that's true, that's true. I didn't true. know... Well, it's not like a lot of people knew who Miley Cyrus was before. That's right? true. But maybe you had heard of the show. I hadn't heard of the show because I was at the very beginning of the show. Okay. I hadn't heard of the show. I hadn't. I didn't know who my... I just thought it was a singer named Hannah Montana. That they were showing the concert. And I was like, you're fucking tacky. Like, I don't like this shit. Like, what is this? Little did you know. Yeah. Little Who would have thought you know? that a girl like me will double as a superstar? Do you think she's still friends with Leslie? <laughs> I don't know. I thought of that the other day. You know, who's not, like... you know who's not doing well nowadays? It's yeah. Mitchell. Mitchell Musso? Yeah. Didn't he get caught in some... He No, he... I think it was a drunk driving. A DUI thing. Was it a DUI? Well, a DUI the... for a Disney star. No, the, like... one that, the one that one the model from That's So Raven. Kyle... He, Kyle Massey. Okay, so... He got caught, like, you know, DMing with an underage girl. Okay, well, let's move like, right along. Yes, that's, that's bad. About, yes, we're not going to yes. talk about uh, yeah, that, that was, story Ray Bombetto that didn't was tell you. That was bad. We'll talk yeah. about some heavy shit here. But, but we're, 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 we're going to call that. Down, that's the line. We're not going down that road. No, no, no. So, yes. So, yes. So, yeah. Wow, this took a turn. This did take a turn. This is what happens when we have a bottle of champagne between <laughs> us. <laughs> if I had had six beers here, he'd be fine. A bottle of champagne, yeah. he's, he's a little, you know, fun. You know what song I love? <laughs> now that we're talking about R&B I really like what you've done to me I can't really explain it I am so into you By Tamiya Tamiya Tamiya, oh, okay That's, I'm like it's, Right, you probably know There's, there's a stranger in my house Well, of course that, that is her biggest single 
I love the other one. Okay, but okay, that is that her song biggest single. Is so good, Into You. Okay. Now, there's two versions of that song. There there's is. Into You and There's So Into You. <laughs> so, Into You is the one by her by, in 1998. And then in 2003, Fabulous did So Into You. Did So Into You, which samples. <laughs> That which is not a sample, it's a duet, really. So he just basically had her come back, right? So he just does the verses and rap, but then she does the bridge mm-hmm. and the chorus, right? But it's the same it. with the same melody, same music. So there's it. into you and so into you. That's wonderful. It's a great song. <laughs> this that, is the learn portion. That's that's <laughs> the type of song that even though I'm not big on her discography, I will go see her in concert just for that song. For two songs. Yeah. Well, no, for one, because I like the original more than the remake. Well, no, but she probably would do the original. Okay. Like, I, and, and, Unless and, she's on a freestyle There is a ticket. stranger in the yeah, remix. Yeah, stranger in yeah. Again, I like the original. That's the difference between you and me. You like the remix, I like the original. Yeah, if I can't stand on a platform and take my shirt off, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> what songs do I like? Oh, no, no, there's a lot of songs I like the remix to more. Mira, I like Ain't It yes. Funny. Yeah, but no, 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 no. no. Let's clarify when you say that you like the remix more of certain songs, it's the hip-hop remix, whereas I yes. like the dance remix. No, you could keep the dance remix. I will. No. I will keep my dance you remix. Can. The only dance remix that I really, really like, and it's Mariah, it's the Dream Lover House remix. Oh, Whoa, yeah. the Honey one. Oh, no, Honey. Honey. Yo, honey. Okay, honey. take that back. The Honey remix is phenomenal. I really... Okay, for those of you who have not listened, <laughs> the, the song Honey by Mariah Carey, it has a remix called the classic remix. That's the that it is Morales remix. 11 so. minutes yes. of pure bliss. It's just great. I feel it, feel it, feel it. I may put, I, I may put it on afterwards. I feel she it, said, feel it, feel it for yeah. like five minutes. She says, I feel it more than Sporty starts talking at the end of Who Do You Think You Are? Yeah, yeah. And I also like from her, in terms of uh, Mariah, of remixes, dance remixes. Yeah, yeah. I like Dream Lover. That, that I like one. the I like the Anytime You Need a Friend dance remix. Because yeah, it, it, it samples... That's the Music Factory. Yeah, because it samples yeah. um, hey, this other song. like Not samples. She sings another, another song, and I love it. <laughs> but no, but yes, I usually tend to like... The, the hip hop remix. Yes, yes, but that's the difference between you and my, you and I. You go for the, I go for the hip hop remix. You go for the Thundercat. I mean, Thunder- the, yes, the Thundercat. I love when Lionel raps. <laughs> okay, we're gonna have to go eat something. After we this. are gonna have to I'm go eat something. Television. No, that's you're. Not, we're a podcast. That's what we're a podcast. That's what we are on the air. Oh boy, this is oh. fun. Well, on that note, we've had three glasses. We had the whole bottle. We had Damn. the whole bottle. We, I, although, I was, that's what I said. Although, although. although. For those of us who have been like, listening to us. Did you even eat us, before you got here? No. There you go. For those of us who have been listening to us since the very beginning, right. nothing will compare to our no. 21st episode. This is episode nothing like it. Where we drank two bottles of, Bar- of uh, Havana Club. Bar- Havana Club rum. Yes. And we were. Eso estaba interesante. We were having some fun. Yes, yes. So this is nowhere near that. But you know what? It's getting close. We're still composed. I'm still composed. We're still composed. So, but That's something I always, I only say when I lose my. When you lose your composure? When yes. I get drunk. Because. I don't want to lose my composure. Because everybody, whoever knows me personally, <laughs> knows that I'm very composed. I, yeah, I you pride com- yourself on it. I comport myself in a proper way. I'm always the, you know, the. The one who keeps his shirt on, whereas no. you are like, whoa! No, that, like, I cannot say that. <laughs> where you're like, no. whoa! <laughs> Listen, we established that I like the dance remix, okay? <laughs> where I'm always like, I keep it together. I'm always presentable. Yes. And you're like, nope. Living the best version. I'm of like, yourself. too much clothing. So whenever I've gotten drunk, my whole shit is always like, I'm losing my composure. <laughs> 
Darian doesn't lose his composure. What did I say? The composure went out the window. The composure just went out the window. And I don't lose my composure. That's not you me. Do not. You That's do not. That's not me. That's you. That is me. That's you. That's your brand. That is my brand. <laughs> That's not mine. I'm the one who has to keep shit together and call 911. Oh, no. Okay, for the record, he's never had to call 911 for me. No, no. I really never. Okay, go on. No, but you've never had to call 911 because I've lost you. my composure. Not for you, but go right. ahead. Well, I'm sure you've had to call at some point in your right. life. But I was actually going to bring it down because, you know, we, we've been drinking and we should go eat, but I think it's time for last sodas. Do you know what just made me sad? What? We're recording Coral Gables today, and usually after recording, we'll go to Eating House. Oh, it's closed. We can go to Caja Caliente. No, I love Caja Caliente, but... But there's... Well, Eating House is coming back. It just hasn't reopened for yet. For those of you who had the experience of going to Eating House, their truffled carbonara... Yeah. It's an experience. That's all I have to say. Go ahead with your last soda. Yes, it's an experience. But again, they are opening on Hiralda in a couple months. Right, but that's not within walking. Well, it is, I guess. But... We can take the trolley. The trolley runs later now. Yes. Yes. So do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? You can go first. Okay. Well, so, I catch my composure. You can catch your composure. So um, my last soda, as you know, on this show, we are two Cuban-Americans. But today I'm going to give it to somebody who's not Cuban, despite his name. I'm going to give it to Mark Cuban. <clears throat> Mark Cuban does some pretty awesome stuff. Mark Cuban's pretty fucking cool. And I can, there's part of me that kind of wants to hate Mark Cuban because he's freaking like a billionaire. But and... he, I'm going to give you a reason to not hate him. Right. Even, no. uh, even more of a reason not to not, not, to not hate him. No, I know, I know the good stuff he does. So <coughs> he recently started a company called Cost yeah. Plus. And it is a pharmaceutical company. I'm just going to go ahead and read this. He recently started. It's an online pharmacy where over 100 life-saving medications are offered at a low cost, standard 15% markup. But that's in an industry where pharmaceuticals usually have a markup of about 100%. So to give you an example, a leukemia drug on his site is $47. Mm -hmm. Normally, the retail price of that same drug or comparable is about $9,600. So $9,600, he offers it for $47. And, you know, the reason I bring this up is because in this day and age where you hear about so many, you know, multi-billionaires and gajillionaires who are just like, I'm going to go to space. I've got all the money in the world. He's at least doing something positive with his money, and he's putting it back into, you know, the the, the general public. And, you know, as, as we know, many times healthcare doesn't cover certain things, or you think it's going to cover, and it covers up to this point, but then you get denied. And, you know, you're in a situation, <laughs> you're in a situation where, you know, you're, you're struggling to figure out the answers while you're going through the experience. And the fact that this guy, you know, has taken his, his ability and his, and his wealth. And he doesn't have to do it. He doesn't have to do it to say, you know what, fuck that. Like, let's do something good for people. You know what, dude? You got my last soda. And it's, yeah. not just, and it's not just because you're an honorary Cuban, basically. Yeah, and, and the thing about it is that I, I've known about that for some time. I just found out about the, it. The pharmaceuticals. And um, the thing about it is, you know, he gets the question he gets asked all the time is like, why don't you run for office? Right. And his, his answer is always like, I could do more. Yeah, more good. Yeah. Uh, as, as, a, guess, as a, a private, private citizen, citizen yeah. than in office. And he's right. He's because, not wrong. Because imagine passing that. <laughs> right. Once you become in office, you have to go through all the red tape. Right. So, yeah, he he doesn't have to do that. And he is. So good for him. Yeah. So I just wanted to give him, you know, again, this day and age, you hear all about all these people like, I've got to be the first one in space. You know, this guy's like, go to space. I'm going to do something right. for people I'm here. do something. On this right. planet. I don't need to. This isn't, this isn't a big. It's not contest. a pissing contest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so actually, 
My last soda, I, I was very thoughtful on who I gave my last soda this today, this week for. So um, obviously we know June is Pride Month. June is coming to a close. Yes. Um, so I kind of wanted to give my last soda to, I think, one of the most significant people um, who, well, thanks to him, we sort of live the life we all live today, and that's Alan Turing. Oh, Do yes. Do you know the story of Alan Turing? Mm-hmm. Yes. So... For those of you who don't know the story of Alan Turing, um, this will be the this is the learn the learn part of the of the Episode. show, and I think this is really something that everybody should know because you know so many times we hear of like well Black History and right. you know Hispanic Heritage Month or Pride Month and we we learn of these people that did certain things for their communities and and all that's great and dandy, but a lot of these stories are people that just did you know, amazing things for humanity in general, right? right? That these are aspects of history that we should know. So if you don't know who Alan Turing is, so Alan Turing was a, um, he was a computer uh, scientist Mm -hmm. and um, the modern day computer and encryption and and coding of Mm -hmm. what eventually came the modern day computer was started by Alan Turing. And, um, Specifically, in World War II, Alan Turing, he helped the British government mm-hmm. pioneer the technology to decrypt uh, Nazi Germany's uh, communications during World War II. Yeah. Because, you know, Nazi Germany would um, communicate with, like, different, you know... Codes, yeah. Code, in, in code. Yeah. And he, uh, which was the Enigma um, machine, mm-hmm. he... That was totally him. And he used that... Um, to decode not the Nazis, yeah, the messages. and they think that the war would have lasted several more years if, if it him. wasn't for that, and that was totally him. And in a just tragic yeah, sort of, turn of events. Uh, you know course of events, you know the very government that he helped, which was the British government in the forties, was the same government that just a few years later in nineteen, I believe, fifty two. Um, imprisoned him and found him guilty pretty much for being gay. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. And you know what they did to him? They chemically castrated him. They chemically castrated him because at that time in in the UK, um, being gay was a... Well, it was criminal. Clearly. a criminal act. Mm -hmm. Um, And they chemically, chemically castrated him. This man who, without which... The war would not have been won. <laughs> right. I think most of the world has right. uh, a, debt a debt to yeah. him. Um, and not only that, again, the, the advancements that he did for computer science. And they chemically castrated him, and he eventually committed suicide. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of different like myths around his suicide. They He died of cyanide poisoning. Mm-hmm. And there's sort of like an urban legend that um, the way he... He, he took cyanide poisoning mm-hmm. was that he dipped an apple in cyanide. Mm-hmm. And cyanide... House Snow White. Huh? No, but cyanide, mm-hmm. when apparently something is exposed to cyanide, especially as a liquid, it has, when the light hits it, a sort of colorful or rainbowish... Okay. Um, like when, oil, like when light hits reflection, oil. Right? And they say, it's urban legend, we don't know, that that... Because he was the father of the modern computer, where Apple, that's why Apple's company, Apple, 
eh, I'll say Bill Gates. Este, um, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs was inspired by Alan Turing and named okay. it Apple. The icon is Apple. And if people remember, the early Apples were in color. Yeah. The Apple yeah, had yeah, a, a yeah. color gradient. Oh, shit, yeah. Right? Um, they say, obviously Again. there's no proof of that, <laughs> right, right, right. but they say, but, but the point is, you know, and why I bring him up in, especially now the close of pride month, because, you know, again, this was a person who contributed so much to humanity as a, as a yeah. whole, still, we're still living in, in a world that was largely shaped by his advancements and his findings. And he was practically tortured and yeah. was forced to live a life that clearly led to his suicide. Yeah. Right. And that's why things like pride month and acknowledging, you know, people like him is so important because what's that meme that goes around every now and then memes hit it right. That pride month is not a, it's, I forgot the exact language, but it's not a whole thing to say, Oh, we're here. We're partying, but no, it's a re, it's a it's a month to acknowledge that we have right. a right to exist. I forgot that exact. Essentially, terminology. it's be thankful you don't need one. You don't need one right. because we need one to show that, that it's okay that that we exist. Right? right? I, I I should I butchered the terminology, but again, it's in, it's important to acknowledge how these people in history, you know, um, did such contributions and look how he yeah. was treated. Yeah, um, there was a movie about about his yeah. life, uh, yeah. Imitation Game. Yes, with Benedict but, Cumberbatch. But anybody who's a computer tech or a computer mm -hmm. geek, um, it, you know, Turing is like. Yeah, you you owe everything to Turing. Yes, like Turing is a big name. Um, so yeah, just wanted to give uh, a last soda and acknowledge that because I think that's something that maybe our listeners can appreciate. And, yeah, and I can see how that maybe have slipped through the cracks. Right. Yes, as, because as someone that they a, know, he's not a gay icon. <laughs> you know, like, he's not a Marsha P. Johnson. He's not, yes. I mean, this he's was, not a Harvey Milk. No, he's not but, right. But, but it's more of like a post acknowledgement right. of somebody who was yep. gay and was trying to live his life, did all these wonderful things, and look how he was treated. Right. Um, yeah. The British government did posthumously. They did. They um, did pardon him. Pardon and him. It's, a, it's a great deal of shame. And, it, and, you know, I always say, people, when you hear all these horrible things happening, this was in the 1950s. Not that long ago. Like F our parents. 50 were some odd years. Alive. You yeah, know, like yeah. this wasn't, you know, 200 years ago, right? right? This was in modern times. So, yeah. So, well, on that, um, as notes, we get ready to go eat. Yes. This was a, this was a fun episode. I, I like this episode. episode. Yes. I was very like coming in. I was really stressed, but now what? Three, four glasses of champagne later, a bottle good. later. Yes, we are good. So everybody, we hope you listen, laughed, and learn. I will not be driving after this episode. <laughs> we hope you listen, laughed, and learn. As always, remember to grab your patelito, your croqueta. I guess you could say your, your glass of champagne. Yeah, but not, um, if you're, not if you're driving. Not if you're driving. So stick to the cafecito. Yes. And thank you so much for joining us this week. Um, we hope you have a wonderful weekend. Pero Friday. Have yes. a great one, everybody. Take care, kids. Bye. Bye. Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano. Produced by Ismaeliano. And our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michelangelo Lomlaplex the official gay guy and don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods 
all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 